Well, we have this incredibly pithy and substantial, profound answer that our Lord gives to the Pharisees. Give to Caesar what belongs to Caesar and to God what belongs to God. And he says that after drawing their attention to the image of Caesar that's on the coin. So the implication here is that just as that coin has Caesar's image on it and so then belongs to Caesar, we human beings have the image of God. And so therefore we belong to God. And the Bible teaches us in Genesis chapter 1, right in the first chapter of the Bible, that man is made in the image of God. And the question has always been asked, in what, in what sense, in what fashion is the human person made in the image of God? Does this involve the human body? Or is it something else? And the, the, the really the best answer, I think the one that's most in accord with, with the truths of our faith is that the image of God in man does involve the body, but it's primarily not the body, but the soul. Our highest faculties as human beings are spiritual faculties, and that is the intellect and the will. And that's what makes us in the image of God. That's what makes us different from an elephant or Fido or an orangutan, is that we have an intellect and a will. We are animals, but we are rational animals, and that's what truly differentiates us from all the other animals. And so if we are to give to God what belongs to God, if that image in us should be returned to God, what that tells us is that we need to give to God, make a sacrifice or a donation to him of our spiritual faculties, our intellect and our will. Those are what we need to give to God. We give our intellect to God by assenting to the truths that he has revealed to us. The Christian religion is uh, not some kind of a, a vague soup of philosophies or human ideologies or, you know, we can't, as Christians, we can't go through life thinking that our experience is our primary norm of what we believe and what we think is true. We, we need to give that kind of uh, ultimate allegiance to the Word of God. What God has spoken to us, that's what we need to believe and give our intellects to. And then also our wills. We need to give our wills to God. So when He requires of us a particular Action or to, to do something or to avoid something, we give our will to that. We say, yes, I want what God wants. God's will is now my will. I identify my will with his will in the moral law. And then also that comes down to everyday affairs as well. We, we can see God's will in the providential uh, unfolding of our lives 
and we have to accept that. And our sanctification and growth and holiness and ultimately our salvation and our eternal happiness will depend upon our conformity to God's will, our will's conformity to his will. And we have this example in our first reading with Tobit, who is kind of like a Job figure. Uh, He's a righteous man, but he goes through great trials and unfortunate things take place and happen to him all by God's providence and all for his, for the good of him and his family, for his spiritual growth. And no matter what happens to him, he does. He submits his will. And so he's an example for us all. Um, and then today we celebrate the holy martyrs, um, Marcellinus and Peter, and uh, they as well. They submitted their, their intellects, their wills, and their very lives to conform themselves to the will of God for them. And thereby, they uh, were sanctified, they were made holy, and they achieved eternal salvation. And so we, we look to them and we imitate them today.